Now, sit back and enjoy this edition of A.M. Kevin. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin. That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning and welcome to the A.M. Kevin Club. Yes, isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? I'm glad you're watching today. I've been looking forward to this program today. We have our special guest author and restaurateur, uh, the author of the book, One Man's Journey into the Love of God, Afraid to Trust. Is this not an issue that a lot of us have? And uh, he's come to share with us from the book and share his life's journey and experiences. And we're so glad that he is here today. Uh, here he is. Welcome him, everybody. It's Peter Demos. Yes, uh, Demos. You. Demos. Demas. Demas, okay. Yeah. I, that's what I've been calling you, but I never <laughs> asked you. So so I, I'm, I'm glad that is your name. But I want to start off with a song. We'll have a song. Uh, do you sing much, uh, I, I, Brother I sing Peter? When, when no one can hear me. Ah, solo. All the time. Solo, solo nobody can hear yes, you. Yes. yes, you know, that's the old old joke. Well, I'm going to sing a song, but you do have a musical family. I, I, I think you said your wife and and kids? Yeah, they, they're all naturally gifted at it. My, uh, my, my wife actually, she, she, she sings a lot, but her, her grandmother was a part of a gospel quartet. And my, wow. My daughter like, just started playing the piano one day without any training. They're, both, they're all gifted, skilled wow. in the, with the ear, and, and uh, they, uh, of course she marries me, so I have to kind of bring the artistic level down a little but bit. But you get to balance things out. I have to, to in But some your way. giftings are another great <laughs> thing, so it's a great balance. All right, well, I'm going to do a song from my Valley Walker CD. It's called... Valley Walker. Jesus is a Valley Walker. Come on. Mm. Jesus is my Valley Walker. Jesus is a Valley Walker. And he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. Jesus is a Valley Walker. Yeah, Jesus is your Valley Walker. Oh, Jesus. Is a valley walker. I know Jesus is a valley walker, and he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. I know Jesus is your valley walker. Oh, Jesus is your valley walker. Oh, yes, he is. You've never been in the valley, you don't know what I'm talking about. But when you're down in the valley and a lot of trouble's getting you down And you look up to pray and you see mountains all around Here's what you do, just close your eyes and speak out loud All the word that you've got in your heart 
say Jesus is near. He's going to calm all your fears and walk you through your valley so dark. I know Jesus is your valley walker. Oh, Jesus is a valley walker. And he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. I know Jesus is a valley walker. Oh, Jesus is a valley walker. Oh, yes, he is. Thank you, Lord. It ain't no mystery what this valley walker's done for you and me. And in the bride of Christ all over the world, he's on a valley walking spree. He's going to walk right by your side, step by step and stride for stride. This valley walker never stops till he gets you to the mountaintop. Oh, Jesus is a valley walker. Say with your say, Jesus is my valley walker. And he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. I know Jesus is a valley walker. Jesus is your valley walker. Not everybody will be with you during the valley times, but Jesus will always be with you. Say, Jesus is my valley walker. Oh, Jesus is a valley walker. And he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. I know Jesus is a valley walker. Oh, Jesus is your valley walker. One more time, say, Jesus is your valley walker. Jesus is your valley walker. And he's more than just a holy talker. He's more than just a good time rocker. I know. Jesus is a valley walker. Jesus is your valley walker. Your valley, valley walker. He's there with you. He's your valley walker. You'd think we have a studio audience that would clap if they liked the song, but maybe they hated the song. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we're going to go right to uh, one of our favorite segments on this program. And uh, here is what we call our soapbox. we got a good soapbox today. I think you might like this one. Take it away. Uh, Larry, are you over there? Or at least your voice. Ha! <laughs> For the soapbox, take it away. It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. You know, I'm on my soapbox today because I got a box that says soap, right? And we're going to get on it. There you go. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that are happening in the Middle East that we need to pay attention to, especially we know that Jesus is coming soon. And part of the signs of the times was to watch the, what's happening in the Middle East. And uh, when they start attacking the president uh, or Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, over the terrorist group, I don't even mention their name, Hamas, the terrorist that is attacking them, then uh, you know something has shifted in this nation. And uh, 
You know, there was a, a country called France in 1804 who made a guy by the name of Napoleon. On this day, as a matter of fact, they say in May of 18, May 18th of 1804, Napoleon became emperor of France. And, you know, our nation is shifting and changing towards things that make no sense in the natural. But Jesus did prophesy that we would see things that are good. People would see them as bad and things that were bad. They'd see them as good and and there would be a whole, people would be deceived. Many would come saying they're leaders and they're of the Christ or they have the answer. But do not be deceived. We need to stay in the word of God. Today, a man deceived the whole nation and then tried to take over the whole world. I'm not trying to be over dramatic, but uh, maybe France is our future as well. History proves that if we allow socialism, it turns into communism, which turns into dictatorships, which... Then you got an emperor named Napoleon Bonaparte. As we pray for our president, I, I hope that you'll pray for our nation and our president every day. Let's also do something more, complain on Facebook. Let's speak out. Let's speak up and do what's right. Because the opposite of what I said, capitalism is becomes uh, democracy. And democracy is the rule of the people. And the rule of the people is true freedom. And uh, no one man should try to rule like Napoleon did. However, many years ago in 1804, when he became emperor of France and for uh, for us to not see some of those shiftings in our nation is to be blinded to the truth and then to accuse somebody who's trying to just defend his country in Israel and come and, and side with the side of terrorism. You see what I'm saying? Everything is just shifting and changing. We need to be people of prayer, people that know the word of God, people that are filled with the spirit. So the spirit will speak to us, which gives us the gifts of discernment and wisdom and knowledge. We need these kind of things in these day and age because it's getting to be a slippery slope into confusion. And uh, once again, evil is spoken of as good and good spoken of as evil. Let's speak up. Let's do something about it. I'm on my soapbox to say, we're not going to let it happen. Let's not let it happen in this generation in the name of Jesus. And that's my soapbox for today. I just got on my soapbox and now I can put it away. Larry, take us out now. Close out the soapbox. Oh, Larry! This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope so. I hope it will challenge you. I hope that made sense. I would just, uh, there's so much going in my brain and in my heart right now about what's happening in our nation and what's happening around the world. I just feel like sometimes uh, I get on the show and I feel like, uh, what was that? Henny Penny, Chicken Little. Chicken Little, just like the sky's falling, the sky's falling. <sighs> I think the sky is falling. I really do. And uh, I know one thing, Jesus is coming soon. Well, enough of my preaching. I am so glad, so glad that we can share with you. Uh, he walked in here into the uh, bookstore. I don't know if he'd ever been here before. Maybe he has before, but he walked in here and left this book. I had this book here that uh, Joanne put on the on the desk, and and uh, I started to read, and I said, "Let's find this guy. We've got to find him. He's got to be on the program." And here he is, ladies and gentlemen. And y'all can clap, three or four of you that are here. Uh, I do have applause. Let's see. Do I, I have applause? Uh, a button here, but I I can never. 
never find it in time because you're here and I don't want to take up your time, but I really would like to have some good. Here we go. Peter Demas. <laughs> now we're doing it right. When we have royalty, we want to do it right. Here's a, a restaurateur for many years. He started out, you can help me with these stories now, 12 years old. Your mom and dad had had uh, a restaurant? Yes, they had, uh, it was a franchise of Western Citizen Steakhouse. So Western Sizzling? Yes. I love those. Oh, that was amazing. Do they still have Western Sizzling? There's still some around, but I'm not quite sure where. There's none in this area, but yes. there's still some around uh, the nation, I know. Yes. Uh, Branson has a Golden Corral, which is close, yeah. but I don't know. Something about Western Sizzling had some of the real good country food. And uh, so then... So now where is this? Where's this right? Where did you grow up? Was it in Tennessee? Or I you? grew up in Tennessee. I was oh, actually okay. born in Charleston, South Carolina, but moved to Middle Tennessee when I was one. So for all practical purposes, I'm, I'm from Tennessee. You're and, a Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I just grew up all in the Middle Tennessee area. And um, Your nationality is Greek? Is Demas Greek? The yes. only, so only Demas I know is I met a man named Demas Shakarian, who was, it was his first name, actually, was the head of the well, full yeah, vessel businessman. Ours is actually shortened from Kretzedemus. So Ooh, it is a, uh, but, I love but the, that. the restaurants itself aren't Greek. They're just, uh, there's some Greek influences <laughs> to it, but but we have everything from spaghetti to steaks. and. Uh, this is fish. at this restaurant that's real famous here in Nashville, Demas? Yes, right? Demas, yes, yes. Yes, Demas, is, that's great. How long has that been around? Boy, it's been around since 89, so 31 wow. years, will be 32 years this year. Mm-hmm. I have not been to the, any of these restaurants we're about to talk about, but I'm going to go. I've got to go and visit because, as you can see, I believe in the full gospel. <laughs> and so I, I love to uh, share. I, I'm not a fat person. I tell people I just have an expanding ministry, and so help, that helps to expand. It's, it's, it has to hold your heart, and as your heart gets bigger, you have to have more place to hold it. That is a good – I'm going to use that, <laughs> Peter. That is really good. How do you stay slim and trim being oh. a restaurant owner and all this food? I, 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 I buy clothes that make me look thin and ah, trim, but I'm not thin it? and trim. Yeah. You're going to have to give me your secret for sure. <laughs> uh, but you did not uh, – you started in the restaurant business with your parents, but you wanted to go into law. Is this what a <laughs> a doctorate of jurisprudence is? Yes. I yes. read that. I'm like, I don't really know what that is, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend I do. Yeah, so, so I did. I, I, I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, the main reason I wanted to be a lawyer was to help people. I uh, uh, attended a, a courtroom case with my father when I was a lot younger, and I thought, wow, this is really amazing, and I really liked it. And I uh, went to law school, became a lawyer, still actually had my law degree. But it was one of those things that, that I just never really felt the passion of it. I enjoyed aspects of it, and um, I was still working part-time at the restaurant, and I thought, well, no, I need to flip this. And so I realized I can actually help and have more of an impact on people in the restaurant than I ever could practice yeah. law. Yeah, well, anybody tries to mess with the restaurant, you know how to lawfully take care of them, take them down, huh? But it, it isn't, it, it's, uh, isn't it oxymoron? <laughs> Christian lawyer, but no, uh, <laughs> just an old joke. But I'm pumped. But uh, that no, that's fantastic. And well, then I, you, I repented from that. Did you, you repent from? Yes, listen, <laughs> listen. The, the 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 greatest lawyer is Jesus, right? He right. is our attorney. He's standing at the right hand of the Father, uh, pleading for us. So uh, he's our. He, I call him our Jewish lawyer that doesn't charge. <laughs> um, but uh, and now you have. Uh, you started a restaurant on your own, separate from your parents. Did you know, so your parents started the Demas, yes, right? Yes. Demases. And then you had uh, P 
Peter D's? So we opened up Peter D's um, actually right uh, right after I got saved. We were in the planning process of it when I met Christ uh, during that time. And then that restaurant has, has subsequently clo- closed. And that's where part of the, the story that, I've, that mm-hmm. I ring up and afraid to trust comes from. And now we've opened up a restaurant called PDK Southern Kitchen and Pantry. And, and I know right where it is, and I'm going to have to go. Yes. For yeah, sure. A couple, in, couple here. We're about to open our third one, hopefully later this year. Wow. So That's in Bellevue. The other one you said is going to be in Mount Juliet. Mount Juliet. Yes. yes. That's where Lulu, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. It's where Lulu hangs out. But she lives there, yes, in that town. They'll never find her. She's in the, she's in the town. I didn't give an address. There you go. Uh, so tell us how you met Christ. You said at this time you, you had found Christ, gave your life to the Lord, yeah, you know, I grew up in church. Um, my parents, you know, I was one of those. I had to go to church every Sunday, went to the youth schools. I went to Christian elementary school. Um, uh, yeah, so, so as I... So, so as I went through that process, and as I, as I, but I didn't like Christians. I actually um, was very <laughs> angry with them. And, you know, um, I feel that way sometimes, brother. Uh, You're so not the <laughs> only one. And, and I, you know, so I just grew. And so when I went to college, I grew really far apart, and I became very antagonistic toward Christians. I... Um, uh, would would try to argue with them and and make them stumble and 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 create problems. Well, the the my, my wife has many Southern Baptist preachers in her family, and um, so we it was one of those things we were going to agree to disagree, yeah. um, on 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 religion and yeah. Occasionally, I would go to church because I still believed in God. I just kind of settled on the fact that I thought God was like an absentee landlord. You know, he uh. was he was kind of there at a distance, but there was no relationship. And then our church brought in a man named Angus Buchan, who is a South African evangelist. Uh, the movie Faith Like Potatoes is about him. And oh yes, uh, amazing! I have read that, but my amazing. wife and I love that story. He he comes uh, he comes to Murfreesboro every now and then from South Africa, and my wife, through a series of events that again I also describe in the book, uh, and several fights that we had, I got put in front of him. And when I when that happened, I. Um, uh, he did an altar call, and I went up. And even though uh, for most people that's kind of like, wow, that's the best part. For me, it was like, okay, I'm being conned. You know, there was something happened, something <laughs> wrong. So for the next three days, I was at a hotel in Memphis uh, at a board meeting out there and uh, just wrestling with God. I slept for four hours and three days. And finally, I was taking a shower, and I just said, okay, God, you win. I'll turn everything over to you. And instantly I felt like all the fear, insecurity, everything just kind of come up and out of me. And at that point in time, it's now, a, okay, how do I turn everything over to him? I mean, you know, Christians are easy and they're good at saying the right things. You know, they're good at saying. We try. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, but, but, but always to do what they say and how they do it is always not the easiest thing. So, so I think that's where, so at that point in time, it was me trying to figure out, like, how do I turn everything over to him? Yeah, well, and obviously trust issues. <laughs> right. uh, to begin with, you know, and then this journey, which it is a, from uh, fear. A lot of us have fear. It, is it real? Is, do we really, you know, but you take, I think there's a chapter in about baby steps and you just take that journey one step at a time. Uh, I wrote down, um, you know, God has a perfect plan. You mentioned perfect plan. It stuck out of me because I've written a song called "It's About Christmas," the perfect plan. But, but your perfect plan for you. But you believe that God has a perfect plan for everybody. Oh, I believe. Oh, absolutely. You know, we may not always understand it. We may not agree with His timing. We may not understand how it all works. But that's the beauty thing about yeah. it is, is He's God and we're not. You know, <laughs> Come I can't, on. I mean, I can't begin to, to to imagine. I mean, when you when you think about when you think about the fact that in Isaiah He names 
the king, the Persian king, that, that's when Persia was a, was a small country that was going to return the Jews, and he named them by name. Yeah. You can't deny the fact there was a per- perfect plan in that. Mm-hmm. And who, who is our um, arch nemesis that you mentioned in here? Who is the— So, so in, in that, there was actually—that that was just kind of the name I gave. There was, a, there was a, <laughs> I a, 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 a rush, another restaurant owner yeah. um, who he and I threw, threw more my fault than his, but it just kind of escalated. We, we ended up kind of just, just hating one another. And, and what was funny about it, what was just so awesome, was we went to the National Restaurant Show. And the National Restaurant Show was, uh, has like 10, 10 20, 30,000 people. I mean, a lot of people there. We got there early. I went to the bathroom there, and there was nobody in the bathroom. For that many people while you're waiting, it was very unusual. And as I came out, I was in a hurry. And as I came out, I turned the corner, and I smacked, run right into him to a point where I hit him so hard I had to hug him. And saw it was him, and immediately God said, <laughs> "You have to forgive him." Yeah, there's and, a divine and, setup. And huh? that was, and so I, I came out, went straight to my wife, and said, "Hey, I just ran across him, and guess what? I got to go and forgive him." So when I got back to Murfreesboro, that's what I had to do. Yeah, you find it's those those steps, but step by step, these journeys that that uh, get you from fear or mistrust or just uh, getting closer to faith. You know, because our faith is not, you know, I think sometimes. Preachers, maybe myself included, when I've given altar calls or led people to the Lord and tried to pray with, you know, say, you know, it's going to be the perfect. Because it is. It's wonderful to know Jesus Christ. But then you kind of we kind of put off the the uh, the idea that once you accept Jesus, you're super Christian. You have all the faith you need. You can go conquer any. It's really not like that, is it? Not even close. And that's yeah. what's what I love about this book, because it really spells out a journey, your personal journey but also inspires us as well because we go through these same things. Well, we still live in a fallen world. Yes, sir. And, 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 I, and I think that's the part that, you know, if anybody says if I became a Christian, everything's perfect, they're lying, and you need to run away from them. Right, I for mean, sure. You know, and I know so, I never said that. I've never <laughs> done that. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, that's where part of, part of it is. And I remember making the comment, and, and, I, and it, look, hindsight was the worst comment ever made, which was, you know, we had all this, open up this restaurant, we had all these years of experience, all this stuff. And, oh, by the way, we have God on our side. Like, he was a sidekick. And then all of a sudden, like, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And that was the part that we had to handle and deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, things go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how can you say it? Life happens. Absolutely. But the best part of it is when you do have Jesus, he is there to help you through it and get you to the other side. You know, it, 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 and everything that, that, that that's true. My my wife and I had a lot of marital issues um, before I found Christ, and it was. Oh, we've it was never her. had any of those, have uh, we? <laughs> and, and it was her. You know, it was actually her prayer. Uh, she prayed for for. We had a marriage counselor tell us to get a divorce. That's how bad we were. And, Whoa. And um, but but I mean we were bad. And um, but she started to pray for God to teach her how to love me. And because of that, he. Um, uh, be, because he did that, he decided, uh, she, she, she changed, and once she changed, and then I started to change from that, but one of the things we recognize is that once we put God first in our marriage, everything else, everything else was, um, uh, be, became, we, we fight more, but we're more secure, so everything became more secure. Wait a minute, say that again, easier. what now, you fight more. We fight more, now that I, now we're both Christians, and we put God at first, we fight more, and then... The security is there, so we don't have to worry as much yeah, about our marriage. Yeah, at that point that's good. In time. That's good. That's real. That's real life, and and uh, I know because sometimes 
you know, Christianity, the way we try to paint that picture is just it's such a surreal. Su- but it's real daily living and trusting in the Lord every day. This is so good. We've got a second half hour for all those that are watching live. For those that are watching the 30-minute program, you get this. But join us on Facebook or YouTube at 11 a.m. Central if you can. Or go to some of our other networks. We want to thank uh, ALG Network in Mississippi, WIGN Network in in, uh, Michigan, and uh, CTF, WOTG, WGHC, Chuck Bryant, thank you. But all of them. But if you just get the 30 minutes, uh, you're going to miss the next half of what – Brother Peter has to say, but you can go to Amazon and get this book. This is the uh, this is from fear to faith, afraid to trust. Or actually, it says one man's journey. It's really not just one man's. It's all of our journey and women into the love of God. I love that. And I love God that he loves us. You know, there was a statement that some people say all the time. And then you brought to my mind. It's the fact that you say um, people say he'll never give you more than you can handle. And I just, it irks me because it's not true. It's not true at all. But he's there through right. everything. That, that's why we need him. Right. Because we can handle it. Yes, right? with him. That's the, with him. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for that. And you know what? Before I go, I, I've just got a couple minutes on this segment. Uh, uh, we just pray uh, for everybody that's facing this. Uh, I don't know how often you pray for other people, but uh, I could use it, you know, right. just in our faith being built up. And uh, not being afraid to trust that the Lord's got our back. He's got it. Just, right. just give us a word of prayer. Certainly. Him. Heavenly Father, we, just, uh, we come to you humbly, and we just thank you. We just thank you for the opportunities that you pre- present before us, even though they may look like it's challenging and hard. Father, we just know that because you're with us that we can get through it. You tell us that, that through all things, it w- through Christ, you can strengthen us, and we can do all things that way. And so, Father, we just ask that you bring the Holy Spirit within all of us. Let it manifest in our lives to be able to pull out, to be able to clear the fog that's in front of us so that we may be able to do your will. We know that the world around us is scary, but we put our trust in you, and we know that through you all things are possible. And so, Father, we just thank you for those opportunities that are there. Father, we repent for the oppor- for the times that we have failed you and for the times we did not share your word. Yes, but, Lord. Father, we just ask that you open the doors and continue to provide those opportunities for us. We ask these things in Jesus' mighty name Jesus name amen we're really just scratching the surface here and I want to dig in more into not only his life but uh, how um, you know the future what the future holds in our faith and maybe some other uh, maybe he'll open a restaurant in Ashland City we really need (laughs) another one another like a steakhouse barbecue some manly meat stuff here we got some good restaurants but no we don't have anyway I'll, I'll try to convince you. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back for the second hour. Those who are watching on uh, 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 Destiny Television, all the networks are just the 30-minute program. Thanks for watching today. We'll be back tomorrow with author of this great new devotion book, I Seek Truth. Terry Squires will be with us, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Remember, Jesus is the answer for our world today. We'll see you tomorrow or next time. This brings to a close another edition of AM Kevin. We're glad you were able to join us. The A.M. Kevin Show is presented Monday through Friday featuring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at 844-47-KEVIN. That number once again is 844-475-3846. 
or you can write us at Kevin Shorey Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Pleasant View, Tennessee, 37146. Our email address is kshoreymen at aol.com, and you can also visit us at our website, kevinshorey.com. Join us again next time when we present another edition of AM Kevin. And remember, Jesus is the answer for this world today. AM Kevin is a part of the outreach ministry of Kevin Shorey Ministries, Inc., all rights reserved. back. Yes, it's time for another half hour of AM Kevin. And now, here once again is your host, Kevin Shorey. That's right, you're stuck with me for another 30 minutes. But you are not stuck when it comes to our great guest. We love him already. I just You were talking about uh, your arch nemesis in the, in the first half, and, and you're saying how, you know, you really didn't like this guy. I cannot even understand. I can't comprehend how you could not like somebody. You seem like the nicest guy I've ever met. Isn't he just a nice guy? And, uh, uh, you know, growing up with your your mom and dad in the restaurant business, I wanted to ask what it's like. Were they real Greek culture? Did you have to have that in your, your – or was it – were they – because now they're not from Tennessee. No, no, but but my so my father's was uh, from Alabama. My mother oh, is, so southern. My mother was a southern uh, girl. She grew up uh, picking cotton in Georgia. She was actually born Whoa. in a cotton field. She was Whoa. a sharecropper's daughter, and uh, they met in the motion picture theater business. She was an assistant manager. She was a candy girl. And, All right, and so that sounds they, like a movie. Yeah, and so they uh, they went from that. But he, you know, my father wanted to be in the, did not want to be in the restaurant business either, and he ended up going back into it, and then eventually came to Tennessee. I see. What I really want to know is if if they make baklava and uh, grape leaves. No, and, but uh, my cousins do. Now I have, I have my, my cousins in 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 Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. Um, I mean, just absolutely amazing. They'll cook for two or three weeks just if you're going to go and visit. Oh no, it's it's. My wife, my wife went there. It was the first time she ever went west of the Mississippi River, <laughs> and uh, we went there. And I mean, they're they're speaking Greek. I mean, it's like my big fat Greek wedding. They're That's speaking it. Greek, okay. They're speaking English, and yes. they're all talking at once. They're all making yeet all the time. I I mean, ever amazing. since that movie, I'm just intrigued <laughs> by that culture. I really am from the Greek culture, and we want to go to. We're our uh, one of our bucket lists for me and my wife is to go to the Holy Land, and we found a tour that takes three days and goes to Greece to some of those Bible sites there and then back. to So <laughs> I want to go so bad. It, as it, much as I want to... Well, it, it is amazing. I will say it will, It transforms the way you read your Bible. It I just really know it does. will. I'll, I'll be a ball baby the whole time. I it, will. I'll be crying the whole time. I just know I will be. Because uh, I, I love the Bible and I love Jesus. To be go where Jesus walked and 
and talked and taught and all that is just amazing. Speaking of talking, let's see, we've got all kinds of, it's talking about Arizona. we got our Arizona folks. Arkansas, good morning, Fritzy. Good morning, uh, let's see, Larry, of course, is in the house. We heard his voice. We hear his voice all the time. Darris down in Texas and Darris and Judy. Lyle in California. Let's see, Elizabeth is in Northern Ireland. We have a partner in Northern Ireland. I love you, Elizabeth. That's awesome. Phyllis is in Arizona. And Cliff and Joyce in St. Louis. And Christine is in Oh, Christine. Oh, where's Christine? I try to memorize them all. Ron's in Oklahoma. Christine, remind me one more time. I promise. No, I can't promise. But I I try to promise that it will be the last time uh, that I have to ask. Pastor Beatty is in Missouri. Charlene is in Louisiana. And uh, let's see. Is there a PM show, Christine says. Yes. The AM Kevin Club is really the live section, and and all the other networks play us at different times. We're on at one time at 2 in the morning, sometimes in the in the afternoon. So we're in a.m. and p.m. We're <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Say hi to anybody else that's out there. Lyndon, Larry and Brenda in Oklahoma. I haven't seen them in a while. Welcome back. Steve is in Tennessee, and uh, Elizabeth says she loves me, too. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Uh, we have our prayer time, and we want to pray. Before we talk any more with Peter, we want to pray for all of those who have sent in prayer requests. And uh, we believe in the power of prayer. And, uh, you know, prayer, uh, you always had, were your mom and dad, were they uh, religious in any way, or did they, they go to church? They, they or did were, you? They were and, and they, you know, I was required to go to church growing up. You know, my, my father Because you up, said, yeah. Yeah, my father grew up Greek Orthodox. My mother grew up uh, Southern Baptist, and when they got married, they, they went to several churches, Episcopalian, Presbyterian. So I went to multiple churches, but they, they, they all had a very strong faith, but they did not, um, uh, but, but for some reason, I never grasped growing up the idea that there was a relationship more than the religion. And even though now I can look back at their lives and say they got it, I just didn't get it at that time. And, and right. fortunately, fortunately, once the Holy Spirit came upon my life is when I was able to understand that. For sure. And you, you mentioned your church. You said some, some people that I know have been to your church. Who, um, what church is it that you? We go to World Outreach Church wow. uh, with Pastor Alan Jackson in Murfreesboro. Okay. The country so. singer, Alan Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't know he was a pastor. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, that's awesome. What, where's that church at? In Murfreesboro. Tennessee. Murfreesboro. Okay. Wonderful. Wow. What a great church. It must be. It really is. It, was it there that you found the Lord, or where? it was? It was. I, I didn't want to go there. It's a, it's a larger church. You know, they have a they have a world literally a worldwide ministry, um, and I did not originally want to go there. And uh, my wife uh, went because we were always arguing what church to go to. And my kids liked the the children's ministry, and I thought, well, that's really weird. I didn't think you're supposed to like children's ministry, is it? Because <laughs> I didn't, you know. So I was like, okay, something's really odd. So I would go. <laughs> On occasion, something's off here. Yeah, but one of the things I loved was the pastor there. Alan was is he is a he's very thoughtful. He's very thoughtful. He's very thought provoking. And I thought, well, at least I I can like it for that reason. And then again, once I met the person of the Holy Spirit, everything changed, and I wanted to go. So like my Mm -hmm. we my wife and I would fight to go to church because she wanted me to go. Then we would start fighting because I wanted to get there earlier than everybody else. And we she would start fighting because I was pushing her to, to get out the door. Uh, matter of fact, she has a chapter in the book called Jealous of Jesus, where, where mm-hmm. she, because 
she moved from first place in my life to second place in my life. And Come that was on. hard for her, even though she was excited that I found the Lord. <sighs> she, she had a hard time with her, relation, her role and her, her relationship with it. It was actually in Israel where she finally relented. Was there it was on the Sea of Galilee is where she relented wow. on it. So, <gasps> wow, amazing! Time. That's the best place. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you talk about the person of the Holy Spirit uh, as if he's God in your life as well as Jesus, and uh, he is. He is. Yes. And some people, you know, I don't know where the miss was on making the Holy Spirit your personal friend and and there with you as much as as Jesus and the Father, right? Um, uh, is that what got you through? Uh, you, you mentioned I was I was going through an, it's uh, a very Black Friday. Right. <laughs> is it? It's the Holy Spirit that helps us, right? It, it does. It, it Deserves he, some he more does. credit I, and I, glory. I say, uh, he he does. Yes, because you know it was it, it, it's during those times when you can't fully explain what's going on when you when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, how is it that he is? Uh, you know, how are you getting through this moment when everything is crashing around you? I mean, we lost mm-hmm. we lost our friends. We we financially we were suffering. Our reputation of a restaurant w- was going down. I mean, everything around just seemed, and you can't get up out of bed. Yeah, and, and you're talking and to some of my partners right now. I mean, and going it, through some tough times. And you get to that point, but you start recognizing that that God has you like a he's like a bungee cord. So as you're falling down to the rocks below. You can't feel that he has you, but all of a sudden, before you hit that rock, he'll spring you up. And it doesn't mean he'll spring you to the exact same spot. He might spring you to to where you're. You, you, he wants you to be. And once you realize and can just take away that control that you have mm. and give it to him, mm-hmm. then you start trusting him. That's when the fear starts it's to go part away. Part of the trust. Yes, 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 yes. It's that first leap. I remember first time ever jumping into swimming pool or the first, you know, the first time I went off a high dive, I, I went oh. back down the ladder a few times before I finally <laughs> did it. But then it was like, wow, all the time. That water's got me, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And it is like, it isn't, isn't it so much like that? Sometimes it's just to, to let go and to commit your ways. You know, the Psalms tells us to commit all your ways and trust in him right. and delight yourself in him. He gives you the desires of your heart. And, and you find out that the more you release, you know, the more... The more you trust, the more faith you have, right? Well, you know, David says, when I am afraid. Now, David, who faced Goliath, who <laughs> faced bears, who faced, I mean, all sorts Saul, of things. Saul, his own yeah. son. Yes, I mean. It goes on, yes. But when I am afraid, I'll put my trust in you. And that's when I recognize that the opposite of fear is not courage. The opposite of fear is trust. And so what I like to do is, so if I'm afraid of something, so like, let's say, even take like 2020 with COVID and your restaurants were hurting and we're going through all this other stuff and you're afraid of losing the business, you write down on a piece of paper, I'm afraid I'm losing my business. And then I scratch that out and say, I don't trust God to take care of my business. And once you reframe it, and then I can be honest with him and then I can repent. But until I have that honesty of my fear is a lack of trust in God to take care of it, then I can adequately repent and, and, and start that process of restoration to get rid of that fear. But it starts there. But we want to still kind of keep control. It's like I want to give you remote control and then tell you what channel to turn it to. Well, you know, but I've given up control of the remote control. No, you really <laughs> no, didn't. No, you really didn't. And that's what we like to do with God too many times wow, is we try so to true. do that. But in reality is, is it really boils down to how do you trust God and how does that manifest in your life? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. You know, a lot of the times... Uh, sometimes it's in those tough times when you're having your very Black Friday and and uh, that you have to trust. But uh, 
a lot sometimes in my life it's been where things are actually okay and God says now you've got to do this you ever had one of those moments where you say well no things are good here I don't need to move I don't need to do this I don't need to change right. uh, like for me I was with and there's many examples I could tell you the evangelist I used to travel with when I first started I was fine, but God says, I've prepared a, a ministry just for you. You don't have to be on the coattails of somebody else. And then, you know, I went and, and uh, learned television and all that and with Jim Baker. And I was fine. Me and Jim were great. I was pastoring his church. I was his co-host, uh, you know, and, and uh, I was paying my bills. And uh, he says, no, guess what? May of 2015, <laughs> you're going to go do your own deal. And then Jim came to me out of the clear blue and says, you need to do your own show. And like, oh, what, what, what? <laughs> and you know what? So have you ever had those where oh, it's absolutely. like, <laughs> wait a minute, God, you got this one wrong. Everything's good here. Or why do I need to go here? I'm, I'm constantly, I'm constantly <laughs> questioning and his, his decisions, his timing and, his you would think, and, and his performance. I mean, yeah, you know, there right? are a lot of times where I'm like, I think you were wrong on this. And then later it's like, okay, I was wrong. I'm really sorry. You know what I mean? I, but I think, you know, God, God obviously can handle our, our, our questions. <laughs> yes, he can he handle can. Our, our, our cynicisms, our anger. He can handle all that stuff because he created us. Mm -hmm. The question isn't whether or not we can be angry, whether we can question. The question is, is how do we bounce back? How do we come back? And there have been yeah. so many times where I've just, you know, you know, I, the one time in particular, I had a, 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 a manager that we did everything faithfully to, 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 to bring this guy on. And he almost ruined our entire company. And I was so angry. And I'm like, God, we prayed. We, you gave us every answer. It was him. And it was a couple weeks later that, that, that I, I it just felt the, the Holy Spirit say to me, I didn't bring him there for you. I brought him there for him. And, and it's like, oh, my Ooh. goodness. So sometimes we don't understand and recognize Ooh. because we're not seeing his world. We're seeing only ours and the selfishness and the ego is ego e egotistic way that we can be that we forget that God has a bigger plan that doesn't necessarily that we're a part of his bigger plan for his glory and for his kingdom and not for us. And, and that's yeah. sometimes so hard to comprehend, particularly if you're on the business side, because all business is what you're supposed to do and everything about you. But in reality is it's it's about him and about his kingdom and his glory. And if he takes our business away, he takes your show away, he does any of that stuff, it's for his glory. It's for his glory. And that's okay and praise God. And, and I know he'll take care of me because he promised that. He did. Why are we so slow to trust? <laughs> He's always proved himself over and over again. And uh, you're exhibit A of that. And uh, now in, in the restaurant uh, business, I don't know exactly how it works. Do you then oversee these restaurants? Do you actually are you hands on manager of these restaurants? How does it work with uh, PDQ? No, PDK. PDK. What does that stand for? It actually doesn't stand for anything. Okay. It was, yeah, it was uh, we, PDK. We, we had so many different things it was supposed to be. It was my, my, my the monogram of the towels of my wife and I because she's Kristen, I'm Peter and Demas. So Peter it could Demas. be that. It could be yes. Peter Demas's kitchen. It could be Peter D's kitchen. It was all sorts of things. So we said, you know what? It's going to be like CVS. Doesn't really mean anything. Doesn't going to CVS doesn't mean anything no, either. No, no. So <laughs> see that helps me to remember. I there will never go. remember PDKs, <laughs> but I'm going to have to now Peter Demas's kitchen. That'll work. Whatever it is that, that will even though that's there. not what it is, you you can call it whatever you want to call it. Okay. As long as you buy food from us, we're good. Yeah, right. So, you know, we actually sell we actually sell food through Demas Family Kitchen. We could ship it all over the nation too. Really? So, yeah, like our. Soup. All right, now, folks, come on, Larry. <laughs> uh, can you send it to Northern Ireland? No, we don't want to do that. But <laughs> I mean, we do, but it's a long <laughs> ways. Wouldn't be any good by the time I got there. Do you, so you to different 
all over the nation. Like I said, DemasFamilyKitchen.com. We ship our soup. We ship our nationwide banana pudding. Our oh, nation's best banana I pudding. I heard his banana pudding is off the charts. So yeah, so we do we do all that. We, you what can about buy your the book. soup? What's your soup? We, we it's a chicken and rice soup. We sell we sell that soup all over. We sell enough soup in a year they could fill up an Olympic sized swimming pool. I See, mean, it's, I just it's felt really, revival. Really Let's so. move into the studio right <laughs> when you said that. No, that sounds great. And so the PDK is. Like more like southern cooking, like with the banana yes. pudding, and the, you have the greens and fried chicken, have, that kind of fried, stuff. We have fried food, burgers, um, you know, a chicken and waffle, shrimp and grits, and then on the Demas' side, we'll have pasta and and fish and and, and chicken, so all different all different God, foods you're just, like that. You're making a fat man really really hungry, <laughs> but uh, and Demas's is what kind of a is that's a more of a sit down formal kind of place? Uh, not or? formal. It's no, it's very it's value oriented, but it's a full service restaurant. Uh huh. Um, and so my father, when he started it, you know, they they grew up with both my parents grew up very um, uh, with, with my mother was given as a sharecropper's daughter. My, oh yeah, My, my father cotton. grew up as an immigrant son. They were both they were both grew up very poor, and so they wanted to have a nicer restaurant than everybody could afford. So it's a value-oriented restaurant, huh. but what we try to do is we try to give full service uh, and experience for everybody that's there. So good. You can tell he's in the business. He knows how to describe it. So it makes me hungry. And uh, <laughs> and you're working on a new place uh, in Mount Juliet? Or, or no, what's no, we're working on a... Uh, um, there it goes. Uh, we're working on a, a, a third PDK. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's going to be in and Oh, there's three PDKs? No, there's two now, okay. and there'll be a third one Wait coming. a minute. There's two then. There's two Where's now, the other one? Bellevue and Mount Juliet. Oh, that's – oh, so the third one's going to be – the third be one's going to be coming on uh, Charlotte City. Pike and, oh, and Nashville. No. Did you apply for the to run it? Because I, I could use that. Maybe uh, we can have that talk. And we could have we'll that talk. We'll do that talk. off air. <laughs> I'm tempted. I'm tempted, but I'm just—it's actually going through my brain. And uh, oh my goodness, we have talked about. Well, anyway, that's not here. Or there now. Now you got me where I have no. Chuck Bryant, the president and or manager of WOTG and WGHC, is watching. Uh, yep, he's watching, and uh, he wants anyway wants technical stuff. Um, so cool. Um, you, you've totally got me flustered now with the whole, to find this book and everybody needs to go, come on now, partners, get this book, not only for yourself, you know, building up your faith, but, uh, get this book t as a ministry. You know, anytime I get books, I think of how, who I can bless with the book at the same time. You need to do that. This is it. That's great. Thank you, Justin, for that. Afraid to trust. And uh, I know I am so slow, but just seeing it there now, I noticed there's a fork, a knife, and a <laughs> restaurant. Get it? He's a re there you go. It, is that all that means? Is that, you know, you're in the yeah, restaurant it, business, it, or yes, is there well, another? And, well, part of it describes, because it describes the, the failed business that we had, and it was a failed restaurant that we had, and learning how to trust in the midst of failure. And so that was where that so so it kind of describes that part of it and that that portion of my life there. Uh, was that a? I don't know if you go the, into the book. Uh, I like I do. I've skimmed it and and read the parts. You know, certain parts. I want to really. I'm going to get into it more. And I have somebody I, I want to share it with too, for sure. Uh, so it's a tool. Uh, but how? Well, I have two questions at the same time. You know, when you ever have that. And <laughs> oh, yeah. But but you know the failure of the Peter D's. Yes was because you think 
Well, I know it's God's plan to teach you a lesson from that. But did you learn? Humility. Yeah. It was to teach humility because I had a feeling that's what you were going to say. Oh, absolutely. Because he does that to me all and, the time. And, and, and it was so amazing because because I look back on it and I'm like, you know, if if it was successful, I never would have given him credit. And and so he had to he had to do that to, for me in order for me to really really get there. And he also had to show me that the security of things that I put in whether it's, again, financial or, or relationships or whatever, that, that security can all go away. And he can make it go away instantly. And, and, uh, you know, so and, and, and someone told me there when I was trying to determine whether or not we should get rid of it and someone wanted to lease the building, and I said, you know, and, and he said, look, you can't thwart God's plans. So just, just see what happens and then go from there and stop trying to kind of control it one way or the other. And that's what we had to do. And so that's a constant reminder that I have, which is you just can't thwart his plans. Right. So. And because... Th- of that lesson, this PDK is yes, it's going to go gangbusters. It already is going well. You're in a great spot there in Bellevue. Yeah, not supposed to point, but you are in a great spot in Bellevue. How is the COVID? Uh, wha- did you have to close down for? Oh, yeah, he laughs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough. I know for every everybody. It, it has. It has. Restaurants were uniquely hit, um, and because. Uh, you know, when, when the president and was, was saying don't eat at restaurants, because at that time they had no clue where it was spreading, you know, there right. was, and we had to shut down all the dining rooms, we had to lay off people, um, you know, all of that stuff was, was extremely difficult, extremely hard. Is it frustrating to find out that they've, they've said that no public places were ever caused for any infection? Or yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, we were safe, I guess. You know, <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, but ultimately at the end of the day again, this is part of his plan. And that was one of the things that we just kept having to go through, which is we're going to end up exactly where he wants us to be. And that was the great thing about COVID is, is from a Christian perspective, we get to see that science can't explain everything. That's number one. Well, that, that's that, the that, that, and then secondly is that, w- and I'm not anti-science. I actually, I mean, no. obviously, obviously I can, can't be in the food industry and be anti-science. So I'm not right. anti-science at all. But, but, but again, he has all the answers, and, and he invented science. I mean, he, you know, part of our first job was taxonomy, <laughs> right. which is science. You know, so, but outside of that, it also showed us that no matter where we ended up, this is not my doing. I can't sit there and say, oh, man, if only I did. This is something that's so far beyond my control, your control, the president's control, anybody's control. And so to recognize that where we end up is exactly where he wants us to be, is there's a f- there's a freedom in that it Amen. really is it really that's what is. i love about that that is and just it's all about trust uh, i probably say that every day on this show in any kind that i'm sharing or i have guests like yourself it always comes back to trust it's the biggest part of faith because faith to me is is hearing the word but trusting the word right and obeying the word that that's that's the, the, that's the, the life of part. faith and and i do want to pray i didn't forget folks i i want to pray for those that uh, I've sent in the prayer request, and if you have some, send it in now. Um, <laughs> Kim, Kim is the one that manages Lulu Roman, who's, who comes on our show every hundred shows. She was on Hee Haw. Remember Big yes. Lulu? Oh, yeah. Yes. She's not so big anymore, not as big. Uh, but, I mean, size-wise, she, uh, never mind. So, so Lulu, <laughs> but she's, she's just, she's the best. She is the best. And uh, we just had her 75th birthday down there in Old Hickory. It was great. But Kim was saying, our hundredth, our next hundredth show, Lulu Beyond. Lulu and I will come bring camera, and uh, we should do it at one of your restaurants. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> do the the seven. Uh, see, this is show seven forty two. The eight hundredth show will be at, at uh, PDK. Or so do it in the evening. Well, we have to do it live. We can. We'll, but but 
are you open at 11? Do you do breakfast? I saw. I thought I saw a chapter about breakfast. No, it? no, that was at, that was at Peter D's. That was part of that was part of a God way of of, of keeping us open. Yeah. Uh, for a bit. So, um, but yes. Yeah, so we we do have, uh, but but not at PDK. We don't do breakfast, but but we would definitely be able to open and serve breakfast. We do have ways that we do have some <laughs> breakfast foods for you. So it would be easy to do. It would be easy to do. Uh, but I just saw that comment there. Oh, he's got your. You've got a website, PDK Southern. SouthernPantry.com? Yes. Ah, there you go. Y'all, my Larry, who's in Modesto, California, watches live and goes over the Facebook and YouTube at the same time and puts on these websites and all these things as we talk. He's the best. I haven't said anything about our ministry or helping, but, but uh, you know, you want to help us, please do. I just wanted to promote this book. And you said there is a new book coming. You're working on another yes, book. I, it should these be are out. not easy. Folks, anybody that's ever tried to write a book, you know, and I start and I get a headache and I lay down. I, I mean, I'm, I'm done. It's, this is not easy to do, but you're doing a second one already. So you're my hero already just for that. I appreciate it. No, we, the second one is going to be a little bit uh, uh, more serious in nature. It's uh, uh, called uh, On the Christian Duty of Civil Disobedience. And because as I saw the events that happened in 2020 and the attack on the church and the attack on various things, I recognized we don't. We need to know on the front end how to respond yes. as this comes. And so, yes. what? What? Where are our parameters, biblically speaking? Where are our parameters in that? And so that was where, uh, that that's kind of where the inspiration came from. And and like I said, it's set to be released um, in mid July to the end of July. Wow. Oh, that's good. Well, you'll have to be on the program for sure to promote the net new book for uh, definitely. But y'all. Go out and get. You don't have to go out and get anymore, I guess. But uh, we have some here. Come on, come out, you Tennesseans. Come on, Steve. Let's see, Jeanette and Kim and Lulu. Come on out. Get Afraid is here and probably give you a great deal here at Stonebridge Books and Gifts, 116 North Main Street, Ashland City, Tennessee. Uh, but for those that are everywhere else around the world, go to Amazon, correct? And correct. Get to Amazon yes. or wherever fine books are sold. There's Evergreen Press is the uh, publisher, but Afraid to Trust is the is the book, and uh, I hope you trusted me. We are going to pray. I started in prayer. Let let me just lead out in prayer because part of our prayer is our proclamations every day. We find a a thing that we can proclaim uh, over our lives, and this one I found about putting on the armor of God every day. This is so important. So uh, everybody, just join with me. In, in the word of prayer right now as we just believe right now we first of all lift up Israel and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem right now as Jesus you told us to do we pray for our president all of our leaders whether Republican or Democrat God we're believing that you will speak to our president to give him a dream that will be interpreted by a, a, a Christian man or woman boy or girl and uh, just speak to him to show him what needs to be done in this nation be with our pastors and our ministries around this nation as well we need a radical awakening a real revival not a set of meetings we need a real revival uh, of spirituality and, and God for you to arise in this nation we pray for all of our frontline care workers. Once again, we send COVID back to hell where it came from and pray for our doctors and our nurses, our, our ambulance drivers and emergency doctors and nurses and uh, firefighters, our policemen. God, we lift them up before you, our truckers and store clerks and uh, farmers and our teachers and students as schools are being open. 
God, let there be no resurgence. As now some of the mask mandates are taken away, let there be no resurgence of this COVID in our nation. We speak against cancer that is in Odette right now, and we ask her to we ask you, God, to heal her and Jim. Remove the cancer, the COVID from Karen, the COVID from Susan and Kathy. I'm sorry, it's not Karen; it's Kathy and Susan. And we lift up Sandy in Texas before you. Sandra, bring healing to Sandra in, in Arizona. Barb in Wisconsin. John in Florida. Uh, my sister-in-law, Madeline. Thank you, God, that she is showing signs of healing. Continue what you started. Be with Joe and heal her eyes. Diana, James, Deborah, Cheyenne, Lana and her breathing. Elizabeth, heal her and save her. Set her free from sin. Be with April and Jeff in their ministry, God. Be with Karen in uh, San Jose and Leon and Christy in Louisiana. Tommy, God, heal him. He's been diagnosed with leukemia, but God, we know that you're able. Thank you for healing and helping Don finish what you started in his body as well. Be with Tammy and Josh and uh, Lynn right here. And uh, be in this store, God, and uh, help it to prosper as well. Be with Becky, who's been uh, now... Uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's. In the name of Jesus, God, all these diseases, by your stripes, they were healed. And we thank you. We claim their healing. And we declare today that we put on the whole armor of God so we're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And even though the powers of darkness have schemes and strategies against, strategies against us, we declare it is our destiny to win. Every battle that God allows in our life he intends for us to win. So we choose today to stand our ground and prepare ourselves for this day by putting on the whole armor of God. We put on the helmet of salvation. God, we ask you to guard our mind with your truth. Help us to think your thoughts and believe what you promised above and beyond what we personally think or feel. We dedicate today everything we are to you, Lord. We give you our mind that we may think your thoughts, our eyes that we may have your vision, and look on nothing that displeases you. We give you our ears so we can be tuned to hear your voice above anything else. And we give you our lips, our mouth, to speak words of life and not death, faith and not doubt, blessing and not cursing, truth and not error. After the helmet of salvation, we put on the breastplate of righteousness. And thank you, God, we're forgiven. We ask you purify our affections and appetites today and make us long for the right things. Then we put on the belt of truth. Thank you for a clear conscience and choose today. We choose today to aim our life toward everything that pleases you, Lord, and away from anything that would grieve the Holy Spirit. We turn from our sin and de declare complete forgiveness and acceptance from God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Next, we put on the shoes of readiness. We place them on our feet and make ourselves available to go where you want us to go and do what you prompt us to do. Tie our hands to your purpose. Bind our feet to your path. We take up the shield of faith and reject every lie and temptation of the devil. We raise up the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and recognize your Word as the basis for what we believe and what will come out of our mouth today. Holy Spirit, surround us. Come into our life. Fill us with your presence. Today, we ask you that we can bear much fruit for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I love that part. I love putting on the, the whole armor of God deal. I love that. Time is up already. The hour goes by fast when you're having fun. I have totally enjoyed. I really mean it. Wasn't he a great guest? Wasn't he great, y'all? Y'all love it. Love it, love it. Looks like historic rainfall is heading to Texas and Louisiana. So no flooding, no loss of life. In the name of Jesus, we pray that. And I love when you do capital letters. Everybody goes amen in capital letters on Facebook. 
I love that. Well, today, according to HolidayInsights.com, is Visit Your Relatives Day. So go see your mom and dad <laughs> and uh, go visit some relatives. And uh, we'll go visit some relatives. I'll go next door. My brother and sister are next door. So see, visit your relatives. Love them while they're around. Your mom and dad are still around, right? My mother is not. No, I'm my sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I did not know that. She's in a better spot. So she I'm is in a way better spot. My mom as well. My mom and dad are both gone. Uh, I've got a new CD that's coming out. It's a tribute to Mama. It's called Growing Up Gospel, a tribute to Mama. And uh, I can't wait. I'm just every day biting my nails. When's it coming out? When's it coming out? I want to get it out and send it to everybody. It's coming come some of the songs that I grew up with and uh, all that. But uh, thank you for being here. Please come back, uh, and uh, we'll talk about restaurants and stuff after the show. But <laughs> love you all. Thank you. Remember, Jesus is the answer for our world today. Uh, you don't want to miss tomorrow. Tomorrow, very, very, very important. I want everybody be here to be on. And, and a book that has meant a lot to me. Here, I'm typing her name in as I'm talking. I'm supposed to type in my closing credits here. But uh, uh, her devotion I've been using this year, I Seek Truth. It's not just a, a, a devotional guide. It is a, a, a It has some insight and depth. She takes every book in the Bible, some of them twice, and takes a passage from it and makes a devotion out of every book in the Bible. I love the idea. Terry Squires will be on tomorrow. Hopefully you will too. And I hope you push the share button now. Get this word out. He shared a great word today. Afraid to trust no more. Faith instead of doubt and fear in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the answer for our world today. We'll see you tomorrow. Good morning. We're glad you could join us. It's time. This brings to a close another edition of A.M. Kevin. We're glad you were able to join us. The A.M. Kevin Show is presented Monday through Friday, featuring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at 844-47-KEVIN. That number once again is 844-475-3846. Or you can write us at Kevin Shorey Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Pleasant View, Tennessee, 37146. Our email address is kshoreymen at aol.com. And you can also visit us at our website, kevinshorey.com. Join us again next time when we present another edition of AM Kevin. And remember, Jesus is the answer for this world today. A.M. Kevin is a part of the outreach ministry of Kevin Shorey Ministries, Inc., All Rights Reserved.